1: Welcome to the family with.
2: Alex
3: Brant Rasmussen. Co host Catherine Brandt,
1: Andy Brant Bernard. Dave Schrader. Dave Schrader with us, a very special guest coming up in just a couple of seconds. <laughs> I'm going to have to ask her, though, up front. What the hell are you doing married to Bob Kroll? What mm. were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I've known Bob for a 100 years. 100?
4: 100. A hundred years.
1: 100 years. It's true. All right, we'll be right back, kick things off with Dave Schrader, Liz Collin, the whole family, right after this. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh,
0: We're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. By the way, for the first time ever, Coon Rapids Nissan was number one in the state and Burnsville was number two. Your Altima was actually one of the cars that put JLo on top.
1: To learn more about short term leasing, stop into Burnsville Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan. <laughs> I'm going to start doing doo wop. What do you think? We'll get it going. Do waiting waiting for well. uh,
3: You can go ahead and try. Enjoy. Let's see what happens.
1: What I know how to do do what. Are you saying I'm
3: sure you're a fabulous doo whopper. I'm doo-wopper. just wondering <laughs> if it's something that will take off.
1: So a fabulous doo ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, wow, actually, we were singing along to Rock Baby by Tower of Power on the morning show this morning, so that was good. Nice. That worked out like a charm. Uh, just let me know when uh, Ms. Collins is ready to go. She's ready. Oh, she is. I'm ready.
5: Liz hey. Colin, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing fine. How are you guys?
1: Never been. Okay, we just got to get it out right. What were you thinking when you married Bob Curl? Come on, Liz. You know, let's... You
5: know I heard that already, Tom. And here's the thing. I've been <laughs> sitting here thinking over this question. How the heck do you answer this? That's a really dollars <laughs> question for sure.
1: That's gonna, how's <laughs> well, you Bob put doing? Put me on the spot. <laughs> how's he doing?
5: Uh, he's doing well enjoying retirement we all are enjoying uh retirement. Bob, <laughs> bob can't be blamed for everything you know
3: yeah, can the, the bob talk to tom about retiring
5: mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: yeah bob needs to talk to tom about retiring because this whole woke <laughs> thing is just spilling over everywhere and it's getting really old liz <laughs> i uh, it
5: definitely it definitely is i have a lot to a lot to say on that that topic for sure but i appreciate you guys having me on to talk about the new gig and what we're what we're working on and whatever else you'd like to know about
1: well liz i mean i'm having quite the 15 minute period here because we're having you on and of course i've known bob crow for a thousand years now and i was just watching television turning from channel to channel and there's uh, michelle tafoy appearing on the uh, outnumbered panel on fox news
5: it's all a full circle moment for you huh?
1: it's, apparently it's a full everyone I've ever worked with apparently is, uh, is famous now I guess
5: <laughs> or, or infamous it, it or, yeah it could be infamous yeah.
1: that's very true. Yeah. Liz you grew up in Worthington Minnesota I love Worthington Minnesota.
5: God's country yep I'm from from Worthington my dad has a, has a business there uh, loved the place had a great had a great childhood and left there to be in TV.
1: No, Liz. What was I thinking what,
5: on that too? Yeah,
1: yeah what the hell are you thinking is exactly? What What are the days again? The Worthington days. It, it's a, a festival Day. every. It's Turkey Days. Okay. Turkey Days. The reason I, reason I even bring it up, and I'm sure you were a little girl witnessing this, uh, but, but when I was a teenager, I was in a, a, a marching band called the Laurelites, and we uh, we appeared in the parade every year.
5: That's big. You're big time. Big. It's very big. Yeah. There's no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, that, that parade is, is great. They actually invited me back to be um, the guest speaker one year in Worthington for Turkey Day and was pretty nervous It's when I first started at CCO. I was more nervous, though, that they make you actually kiss the turkey. Uh, Slightly uh, disgusted. No, nothing. thanks. <laughs> yeah. Sounds right. sort of
3: bird flu-y. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm like, I this, can't, this is a natural.
5: Bird bigot. Um, yeah, we're yeah. bird
1: bigots. It is absolutely true. You know, what's interesting is, Liz, don't feel like you're alone because this whole political thing is spilling over. I mean, Catherine's got a relative that's had to deal with it. I've had to deal with it. Uh, One of our people on the morning show announced this morning that he's quitting the show this summer because he doesn't want to deal with it. People are walking away from businesses left and right because they don't wish to be treated like dirt.
5: Well, you know, I kind of got swept up in this whole thing, but it is my fault, you know, uh, (laughs) marrying who I I married. But that's a a whole other topic with just uh, all of the misrepresentations, I guess we'll call them, um, with things that were were put on Bob. But, you know, he's a big, tough guy, so he can handle it. But I'm not sure how, um, you know, his family and his wife's career and his, you know, stepson got all caught up into it. But it's going to make for a great book. So I hope you guys will read it and have me back on talking about that. Uh, <laughs>
1: Come on here anytime you want, sister. You know that.
5: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, I, I had to make the, the switch um, after being sidelined at WCCO for the last couple years. I was an anchor there for 12 years and really enjoyed my position. Uh, but it was made clear to me that there was no real road back. Um, and I was severely limited in what I was allowed to report on. And I'm a Minnesotan. There's a lot of stuff happening in Minnesota that people need to know about. And my heart is as a journalist. And I just thought, you know, if this is what I have to do, explore some other options. So be it. Um, people need to know what's going on. And, you know, people already know where I live. People, you know. Yeah, they, they do. That, you know, <laughs> they, they, they know where they you live. Out of me. I'm like, what can they possibly do to me now? <laughs> I've been canceled. So here it is, people.
1: You know, it's amazing about that, Liz, by coincidence, because I did not know you were going through this. I mean, I I did notice that they had moved you to a couple of different places. Um, But I just mentioned, I believe it was on Monday. uh, No, it wasn't Monday, of course, it was So It must have been last week sometime. I talked about WCCO4 as being the best news channel I had ever seen because of people like Don Shelby and, of course, Dave Moore when I was a kid. When Dave Moore appeared on the screen, you knew he was telling the truth. What happened to the truth on the news, whether it be radio, television, newspapers? What happened to the truth, Liz?
5: Gosh, it also, also a really good question. This is why you do what you do, Tom. Um, it's it's complex. I mean, we are very afraid. I feel like in Minnesota, especially, of the mob. I mean, I was afraid myself personally. Um, yeah, the mob has has come at sure. At us uh, again and again, whether on a personal or a professional level. But that's why I became... I'm not a political person. Here's the deal. I'm really not. Right, right. <laughs> I, I I'm a journalist. I'm a truth teller. That's why I wanted to do this from the very beginning. I love telling other people's stories. In fact, I'm so uncomfortable, even just this week, talking about my own. Uh, it's really not my thing. Um, and I... You know, I came to a point where I just couldn't do that anymore. I'm doing stories about COVID where there's sure, you know, sure there's a lot to talk about there. um, But, you know, crime and policing, that's that's something I I have a lot of history in. And this is before Bob, too. He retired early so I could, you know, try to resurrect my career and and get my job back. But WCCO made clear that that wasn't going to happen. And I also feel like police, in a way, have lost their voice. Um, through all yeah. of this, and these yep. are the the people we really need to hear from. They have the training, um, that they, they have the background, um, and there's just a lot of folks kind of running roughshod around them without them to be out there and and defend themselves. Because you know what they see, they see what happens. They they see what happened when Bob tried tried to d- defend uh, people in the in the past. You know what they do? They come to your driveway. They make a yeah. piñata. You know, they make they <laughs> terrorize your neighborhood for an entire summer. Um, so that message has been sent. But we can't be scared anymore. This is the truth. <laughs> you know, you, can, you can't be scared about right. that. My parents, um, I was raised in a, a great family. And, um, you know, I, I feel like I have morals at the end of the day. Um, I have yep. ethics. So if people want to judge me about where I'm going to work or um just you know, judge someone by the content of their character. And the people that have judged my husband or even myself—they don't know me. <laughs> they, you know, no, you're they, absolutely they, right. you know, and they don't—they don't know us. And you talk about—you know—you've known Bob for a hundred years. You know the kind of guy uh, he is. And I'm not here to you know fight my husband's battles. He can do that. He
1: can do that himself. <laughs> yeah, he The guy's
5: guy got a big mouth. I do know that.
1: He's <laughs> <laughs> not like Catherine now. He's not just like uh, my wife.
2: She's a truth teller. Uh,
5: she said it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. Uh, thanks, Catherine. Thanks for backing me up on that. you yeah. <laughs> okay. welcome. Anytime. Um, I'm here for you. But, yeah, I, I am just looking forward to bringing a lot of this stuff to light um, that I think people, gosh, we need it now You know, now more than ever, I feel like. Um, I have a question about
3: just the whole journalistic practices. Okay, so you've been doing this for, I mean, you've been in journalism for how many years? 20 years. 20 years. 20 years. When did you see this shift into sort of corporate policy running the narrative?
5: You know, I think a lot of it came through the advent of social media. Um, It seems that everybody now has a platform, I feel like, um, whether they use it for for good or bad. (laughs) Um, But it's easy now um, to get in touch with people, to attack people. And I feel like a lot of corporations are so um, responsive to that. They don't want to offend anyone. They don't want to, you know, it's, but you're actually offending people by not saying anything. I feel like, you know, that that's sort of what it it, it has come to. So I feel like social media has sort of become this pit in a way. I'm sure you guys have seen that, too. I know you have kids and, you know, it's a totally different, different world now. Right. Um, with, with with that, but I do feel like you know partly um, th- that ha- that kind of became a, a a part of a part of things in the in this whole debate. So hmm. another you know, reason L- my kids never get a phone. Ne- he's never on right. Facebook. I mean, it's all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Liz, I tell you one thing that I'm very touchy about with it, with the whole political situation in America today, and I tell a story quite often. Lamont Dean who was a detec- detective on the Minneapolis Fire uh, police department excuse me he was, a, he was a detective on the Minneapolis Police Department when I was a little boy he was my mother's cousin my second or third cousin whatever that makes him uh, I admired that man so he uh, he was a great detective he was a great cop uh, he was a Republican his best friend was his cousin my mother who was an ardent Democrat I grew up watching a Democrat and a Republican, both leaning pretty hard their way, not as psychotic as it is today, but I yes. watched, I was very, very lucky as a little boy watching a Democrat and a Republican talk about politics and life and the rest of it. Nobody ever got mad. They told each other they loved one another. They hugged and kissed and Lamont went home and that's that's what political discourse was to me when I was a kid. Is like, oh, I get to see both sides of the issue. Maybe that's why I'm a centrist today because I've been a Democrat, I've been a Republican. I'm very, very comfortable being in the middle. Just remembering Lamont and my mother because they got. We need to get back to the center, Liz. This, this extreme edges on both sides stuff is just not working.
5: Well, I think a great example of this too, Tom, is my upbringing. My first husband, who I was married to for 12 years, worked for the <laughs> worked for the Democratic Party. Yeah. Um, and, it, and Bob and Joe are great friends. It's it's this is normal in in our household. I don't know what has happened that it's become just, uh, you know, so so out of control. But it's also interesting that I could have a job and a career when I was married to someone who worked, you know, in the Democratic Party and also worked for the Minnesota Police Chiefs Association as a communications director for a time. Mm -hmm. But then I married a police officer. Which, and again, I disclosed from the very beginning before actually even my first date with Bob um, to to my management. So this was, you know, and I removed myself from from reporting on Minneapolis police issues. But I, I marry a, a police officer who happens to be a Republican and I, I can no I'm no longer qualified uh, to anchor. This. So it is it, it is interesting uh, how that works.
3: Yeah, I've got a brother on one side and another brother on the other side, and I'm always like Switzerland. I'm like, please, <laughs> please, just let them like who they like, could you?
4: Oh, God, right. cry me a river. Right. Try living in a house with a Star Wars fan when you are definitely a Star Trek fan. <laughs> That's real conflict.
3: That's that is real stuff right there. That's
1: conflict right there. I, I just, Liz, do you see from the, the television side of things, do you see us, it appears to me that this whole thing, And I'm talking about look, Democrats, Republicans. I got no problem with Democrats, Republicans, Independents. It's the extremists. I am seeing a lot of signs that, uh, well, like I said, one of the members of the show is going to quit because he just. First of all, the taxes are way too much. Whatever, that part's not important. I am seeing people, well, look what happened in San Francisco. When they kick off three members of the school board in San Francisco because they're too liberal, that is an amazing moment. (laughs) I couldn't believe that happened, but they've gone too far. It's in, well, this, and I don't want to get, I'll I'll sit back and shut up because I know that Dave and Andy and Alex probably have questions for you as well as Catherine and me, but this, this guy that, uh, sexually assaulted a little girl and now claims to be a woman and this Gascon in Los Angeles isn't that his name, Gascon? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He lets the guy the guy's walking free I in, with it, I think he's going to be like at the clubhouse for about nine months and then he's going to walk free after basically raping a little girl what are we doing?
5: Well, and I think the same can be said of what's happening in Minnesota. In fact, um, today, later, we're releasing uh, a podcast with Crime Watch. So it's kind of Crime Watch in their own words. Um, they have a large following on social media, if you're familiar with their work. but basically, Very familiar. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> they kind of they tell it like it is. And yes. um, they're so kind to help us at, at Alpha News with, with some stories, too. And just uh, they're a great researcher and resource. Um, but that's what they are focused on is this revolving door, and they profile these cases again and again. I mean, we're talking about this Deshaun Hill, this 15 year old who is, you know, on a sidewalk near his school, um, mm-hmm. who is shot and killed last week. And look at the, look at the rap sheet for the person um, who's been charged in, in that case. I mean, it happens daily uh, mm-hmm. here, and I think it's pastime. For, for some changes and some some actual conversations but those conversations are really hard they're hard to come by when everybody is yelling at each other
1: i will ask one more or just bring up one more subject and i promise i'll back up and i'll listen but liz you got me all worked up now by yeah. coming well, on way to go say,
5: yeah nobody wants to take my blood pressure right now i i, I was, <laughs> I was so calm cool and collected and here i am yeah.
1: and a question <laughs> i have i've already talked to Catherine about this i have this for you dave Andy and Alex, did you see the video of the man walking down the street who punches a four-year-old in the face and everybody who saw it happen just stood there and let it happen? I cannot think for a moment that I would have stood there and let this man punch a four-year-old. He punched that kid so hard the kid flew upside down and landed on his head, basically.
3: Well, the mom tackled him, right? The
1: mom did, yeah, Yeah. but the, the one guy wearing a red coat walking by looked at it and didn't do a thing about it.
3: I think everyone's afraid of everybody. Uh,
1: yeah, well, grow a pair is all I got. By a pair, I mean like a pair of socks. Oh, I mean. yeah. <laughs> she goes, oh, yeah. I'm oh, uh. yeah. Anyway, I, I just, I can't see Andy or Dave. I know in my, I could not stand and watch that happen. I would have been enraged and I'd probably be, I'll probably get the electric chair. That's what I, would end up killing the guy.
5: Well, I think not watch two it. Weeks kind of, be, you know, we're desensitized to a lot of this stuff. Yeah, with, uh, with social media and such too. I thankfully have not seen the video. Um, I don't oh. want to see it now. So no, no you things. don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: And I'm the wrong guy to ask. I've got 11 kids. There's been days I've wanted to punch him in the face.
2: Wow. <laughs> that's real. <nice. laughs> never wanting, did. Wanting never to did. and doing are different things. <laughs> yeah. That's no. Right. Well, it's you know, <laughs> I, well,
4: we were at a bar once and this guy belligerent drunk was getting into his girlfriend's face and he was towering over her and cocking his fist up and everybody just kind of stood there and backed up (sighs) so i walked out real slow and i got in between them and i just stood there and i'm like man this isn't gonna go well let's just calm down and he goes i'm gonna kick your fat bald ass and i said i'd rather you hit me than at her because if you hit me at least i have a chance if you hit her these people are gonna kill you So why don't you just leave now before it gets bad? And this guy's cursing me up and down and you fat effing this, you fat effing that. I'm like, all right, man, I'll take it. And he leaves and his girlfriend's like, I don't know how I'm going to get home now. He was my ride. And I go, that was your concern?
5: (laughs) Yeah.
3: So. Sweetheart,
1: there you go. yeah, there you have
3: Sweetheart. it. Oh. figure
5: out how to dump this guy, would you? Yeah,
1: yeah.
5: yeah. Exactly.
1: No question. We need more police presence on our streets again. How many cops do you know, Liz? How many cops in America have stepped away from their jobs? It's in the thousands. I know that.
5: Yeah, I feel. I feel like I saw a statistic recently, like it was thirty to forty percent. Well, in Minneapolis uh, alone, you know, they asked for fourteen hundred police officers. This would have been three years ago, and I think they're down to like five. 50 now oh um, god but it's yeah it's a, a, a scary world and that's the thing i mean we got to get at where's light at the end of the tunnel you know
1: what do you andy and alex are, are you know they're 35 and 33 years old what do you two think of this you're in the, the different generation how are you guys handling this by moving far far away
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's andy, how
3: andy did it andy moved to worthington
5: <laughs> I got out of Minneapolis. Worthington is got- looking pretty good. Here's the deal. Yeah.
3: Exactly,
1: <laughs> Alex. It wasn't, it
4: wasn't for a long time. They were. They had some real gang issues up in Worthington, which just cracked me up. Oh I'm yeah, like, Worthington's like Mayberry. What huh. do you mean there's gang issues? Yeah. And uh, my my ex father in law was the pastor there in town, and he's like, Oh yeah, it's bad up here. So <sighs> you can't even get away from it in Worthington.
5: Yeah, you know it's 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 true. Where do we go? We gotta we got to do something, guys. Go team.
1: Now, we need to hear about Alpha News, alphanews.org. Uh, Liz Collin, reports go undercover with carjacking unit for firsthand look at Twin Cities crime. I want to hear all about Alpha News. Alphanews.org is the website again. What's it all about, Liz?
5: Yeah, so this was an opportunity, as I said, as I was just looking at, at you know, something to, to do here, here in town, um, it's an independent news source, so I like that. I feel like that's a kind of the future of journalism in a way. And they really are uh, not afraid to go where other people seem to be. They were all over um, the riots and kind of really gained a lot of followers through that. Um, but they have some, you know, just fearless re- reporters here that are willing to print a lot of things that I think some of the the mainstream media won't and um i, I like I, I like all of that and i just said you know here's here's my thought we'll do some of these bigger bigger stories more documentary form because i think that's also something that people criticize the news you know you spend 30 seconds to a minute on subjects here and there you don't really have a very good grasp of, of what's happening so this first piece was about 11 minutes or so could have could probably be 20 or 30 minutes um which maybe we'll be doing uh, more down the road. But we just really wanted to take a look at, you know, the criticism has been, where are the police? What are You know, why aren't they cracking down on this carjacking uh, crisis? You, you can call it in the Metro. Uh, but there is this task force, the CAT team, through Ramsey County Sheriff's Office, the carjacking auto theft team that started about five months ago. So we rode around with them on a few different shifts. And I was just floored at what, <laughs> what they're finding I mean they're having you know, 10 to 20 people who are reporting their cars stolen every day whether through a carjacking or just stolen out of their driveway and that's just in Ramsey County alone you know that's this would incredible. be separate than Minneapolis where it's even where it's even worse so we just kind of talk about how they track these down what they do um and then you know if you if you looked at the report at all you you saw that it, it's usually juveniles that are responsible for this crime right
3: Right on the topic of Alpha News, actually, we have a question yes. from a listener. Um, he is wondering if you can even talk about this—the um, exodus of talent from local stations. Do you think it's just the beginning? Do you think it's going to get better or worse?
5: Well, that's what I find interesting. Is I—I'm certainly not alone. There, <laughs> there's been no. uh, you know many of my colleagues who shall remain nameless. Uh, but but feel but feel this, too. I'm lucky in the fact that I married a way older dude. So um, <laughs> I have a little bit That's... more freedom and where I can, you know, where I can go or work wise and such. But um, it, it is really, I think, impossible uh, to ignore. And, I you know, and I also feel like. You know we're talking about the exodus. you have the freedom now to do a lot of make these moves where you didn't before uh, for example, this carjacking story I think they told me this morning that it's been viewed a hundred thousand times already online great. I mean that's, that's great. You, people are watching that more than you know a, a news channel or something so that's just it kind of goes to show that you know you can tell these stories they still can get out there. maybe it's not the um, you know medium you envision, you know, yourself in for life. But you guys know the, the you know, the, the opportunities uh, are certainly there.
3: It's interesting. So Alpha News started not too terribly long ago. And there's another one called Saban, Saban Journal. Do you know about that? Oh, one? yeah. Uh,
5: the Suhan Journal? Is that Suhan? Right? Maybe it's Suhan. Yeah, I, I'm, I think I'm blanking on the, the name, too. But yeah, the same thing. It's independent, independent reporting and They've turned up a lot of good um, things, I think, too. Mm-hmm.
1: I do have to ask you a question about a, a, a story I read on the show this morning. I never thought I'd see, it, uh, see this, but uh, CNN last night or early this morning, I don't remember which one it was, when I saw it, CNN reported that Barack Obama was wrong and Mitt Romney was right about Russia. Huh? I almost <laughs> fainted when I saw that. It's like, What? God, maybe now that Jeff Zucker's gone, CNN can return to a little bit of truth. That I've dealt with Jeff Zucker. you ever deal with him?
5: Me? No, no, I'm not. Yeah.
1: Oh, I, oh, Liz. Oh, <laughs> I'm the greatest thing that ever happened to the world. I want you to know that, Liz Collin. My name is Jeff Zucker. God, what a puke. Uh,
5: anyway. great, great impression, I must say. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's really accurate. Yeah, no, no. i got to take really a quick really break, Liz. On. Is it okay if we just come back in about two minutes? you got a, you got 15 more minutes, do you not?
5: No problem. I'll be here. Excellent.
1: We'll be right back with Liz Collin. The 2022 Bloomington Boat Show is here and going on now. Get out of the cold and into a 25,000-square-foot heated showroom at Dan's Southside Marine. A huge inventory of boats means the best deals of the year. Over 60 boats on display from Premier, Avalon, Berkshire, Alumacraft, and more. Explore what's new
5: Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company.
1: And I'm Mike Bilsky, CEO at North American Banking
4: Company, Bradley's partner.
5: As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with a lot of
3: multi-generational, family-owned businesses.
4: Take Raymond Autobody of St. Paul, for example. Four generations of the Slomkowski family having successfully run the business.
5: When they were ready to expand, we helped them acquire a new building, allowing them to service more vehicles in their state-of-the-art shop.
4: We've also helped them set up the next generation of owners, keeping the business and family for years to come.
1: Tom here. If you want a family business like me or any business, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. That's our sneaky music right there. Uh, Coming back, I just thought of something, that if I ever am walking down the street, if I'm ever allowed to walk down the street in downtown Minneapolis without getting accosted, (laughs) that would be nice. But if I look through the window at a cafe and I see Alex and Cassie and Catherine and Liz having lunch, we know it's the I'm married to an older guy lunch. That's great, Liz.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Now that would be a fun lunch, you know? <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> like, think
5: easy. of all the yeah. things we can talk yeah. about. Dan's like year and four, and four, four, yeah, four
3: years old. Dan's four years old. Yeah, he's four years old. Yeah,
5: but I mean, I
2: it's actually not will like tell
5: you a funny story. 12. You guys may enjoy this. Um, so, this <laughs> my son. My son was younger. Um, it, he was probably four or so at the time, and he crawled into bed um, with us on a Saturday morning, and he started rubbing Bob's face, and he said to me, Mom, I think it's time we put Bob in a nursing home. Oh. 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 what yes. even he recognizes the same
2: thing. Wow
1: that's wonderful.
2: Yeah, Bob needs like to great. go
1: Bob needs <laughs> to go <laughs>
5: <laughs> I think it's time. Oh <laughs> my God, I wish uh, I'd have been had there to see his think Yes from the mouth uh, Yes. Tape. Good years.
1: Liz, I want to ask you a personal question because I was, you know, talking about that, and it wasn't okay. an anti anti CNN or anti Fox or anything. Uh, you know, when I, I was talking about, it's just that one particular. It just surprised me that they would support Mitt Romney over Barack Obama. You haven't seen that in many, many years. But I have a question for you. Watching the news, because again, I grew up watching Channel Four, Channel Five, mostly a little Channel Eleven when Paul Majors was there, Channel Nine when when passed. So I've watched all the news channels. And I didn't notice what's happening now on the national news, and I'll just use CNN and Fox as the two examples. On CNN, everybody on that channel looks smug as hell, and everybody on Fox acts arrogant as hell. Why do they do that, Liz?
5: Well, you know, I, I I think it is a, a style thing, and it, sometimes it's funny <laughs> too. i watch I'll watch them I'll watch them also, and I'm just like, it's like living on Mars or something. Like, what actually is happening? <laughs> Thing. Right. I, you know, what what is what is the truth? How can somebody on one side say something and somebody is on the other, you know, the the complete opposite? But I will say just after living through this experience the last couple of years, it is interesting what is capitalized on and perhaps what is ignored. I think I've seen that um, play out through. Through, through the police narrative, um, through COVID, I think that that's brought a lot of things to light. But it is interesting how some of these stories are coming around. And I think people want journalists and stations to just admit if they are wrong or if they were wrong about their reporting in things. Right. I mean, I get it. But, but that's what bothers me also, is that there's not that that recognition or that transparency, uh, if you will, if, if they got something wrong.
1: Well, I will tell you what, when I, in 1980, 81, something like that, when, when Catherine and I moved to New York, I was doing voice over there, the number one thing, and again, people, I don't know that people realize, Minneapolis-St. Paul is one of the by far best news, uh, television news uh, cities in the the United States. My favorites are Chicago and Minneapolis, Minneapolis Minneapolis-St. Paul is number one, Chicago is number two. Catherine and I moved to New York. We live at 20th Street and 2nd Avenue. I turn on the news, and it's like, tonight, all the evening news, ladies and gentlemen. I was like, these guys are
5: terrible.
1: (laughs) Is it because I grew up in a great news market like Minneapolis-St. Paul that I'm so judgmental?
5: And I, I think it is a, a great news market. It is for sure. Yeah. You will see, though, you know, there everybody's hiring younger people, which is totally fine. I was young when I started at CCO2, but I'd been a reporter for six years when I started there. Um, but it is, it is becoming which I also think so, it's opened up room for some of these independent uh, ventures, if you will. Um, everybody's kind of doing the same story. Everybody's going to the same press conference every day. Everybody's reporting off the same press release every day. I like the fact that there are, these, there are these other you know, venues offering something different because you can kind of turn on every channel and they're running the same story almost at the same time mm-hmm. with the same script in, yeah. in, in a way. Um, so I like the fact that we're bringing something different to the conversation.
3: Right, so I've got another question from the audience.
5: Oh, uh, she goes, oh. They want me to
3: ask you about the blonde reporter Halloween incident, whatever that is. Blonde
5: reporter, the blonde reporter Halloween incident. I don't actually know what that it's is. It's a
3: good story. Yeah, uh, you know, they just say ask Liz about the blonde reporter Halloween incident at WCCO.
5: Was Frank
1: Vassalero um, wearing a wig? Is that what it was? It could
3: be. Yeah, it.
5: I'm trying. Okay, I'll, I'm going to think about this. But as of right now, this is not ringing any bells. But it might be because I am blonde, so maybe. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, maybe that's the. Problem. Well, the listeners still in the chat wait, room. Wait a minute, so is
5: that the punchline?
3: <laughs> they can probably uh, elaborate, I and mean, while they do elaborate, we have Wendy on the phone. Wendy, how are you?
5: Hello, I'm really good. Liz, I really loved your reporting and, you know, the place that you land now, I will definitely watch you on there because I know that you're just telling it like it is and you're not trying to, you know, know, stick some woke crap just to make, you know, (laughs) make yourself feel popular with the crazy crowd. I I like honest news and if that's what I'm going to get from you, I love it. Thank you so much, Wendy. I I really appreciate that. That's 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 very nice. Yeah, I'm not going to try to appease the woke crowd because here's the thing: you can't. It's impossible. If there's one thing no. I, I've learned, yes, it You is. can't. Mm-mm.
1: You cannot. By the way, is is Wendy still on the line? Or did she hang up already?
5: She's. Do we right her remember
1: Now. because uh, I was gonna I was gonna oh. point out to Liz that uh, you've never met Wendy, but Wendy's a very very intelligent woman. So I don't know why she's saying these nice things. I don't get it, <laughs>
5: Wendy. So let's the check is, the <laughs> check is in the mail. Check
1: is in the mail. It was very nice of you to call in about that, Wendy. We we need to help people along here that have been treated poorly, and I do not like. Well, like I said, Liz, I'm going through some of it right now. It's very, very uncomfortable. You know what really upsets me about it is you make hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars for a company over a 35, 40 year period, and you're still the worst human being ever born. Oh, okay. Well, the money was okay for you, though, wasn't it? When I brought all that in, okay. It's getting really old. It's,
5: it's, it's not just in the news, business. it's all over the place. No, it's me. everywhere. Yes. <laughs> uh, hey, okay. Liz. You're not but,
4: safe anywhere. Liz, could I ask a quick question with Alpha sure. News? Have you guys had a chance to kind of surf into this whole missing and murdered Indigenous women story and the fact that their claims? There are a lot of claims that they're they're finding these women scattered throughout Minneapolis. Um, And nobody's reporting on them that uh, that indigenous women are being murdered and and vanishing. And it's just this kind of. um, Yeah, it's true. And I've I've spoken to a couple of people from the indigenous uh, nations and they're saying just nobody's really covering this. Um, It's W. It's M.M.I.W. is the hashtag M.M.I.W. missing and murdered indigenous women. But it's it's pretty startling.
5: I think that's interesting that you bring that up. In fact, that is a topic that Crime Watch talks about with us. On the podcast. Can I actually I feel like kinda of dirty about this, like teasing my podcast on your podcast, is that allowed or is that No, uh, totally allowed
1: Do whatever you want.
5: Okay. <laughs> you guys aren't gonna now cancel me. Uh no. Okay, <laughs> so we don't cancel
3: people.
1: No, not gonna happen. Okay,
5: good. Just just trying to make sure it's okay. But yeah, uh crime watch does talk about that she's dug into some of these uh cases and i think it'll be interesting for people to to listen in on that there is definitely something going going on that uh, that hasn't been talked about before
4: i'm glad somebody's tackling that because it is it's disheartening you know i i did cover true crime for eight years nine years and i would have these people sending in stories they're like can you do something on this and i couldn't find reference material i couldn't find any stories of any of the newspapers the news stations covering these murders, and and it's just there's nothing to dig up. The only way you're hearing it is is these kind of superfluous websites that are reporting right. these these cases and asking the same questions. Why are, why is nothing being done?
5: And I think we've seen again and again how sometimes it does take the the fringe, if you will, to dig up some of the stuff. I mean, look no further than the Jacob Wetterling. Right story uh, and, and how that came to light. So, yes, that is a, a topic and, and something uh, we'll be digging into today and hopefully uh, more to come on that, too.
1: Awesome. Magnificent. From uh, Louisville, Kentucky, Joe sends me a message that says, yeah, way to stab me in the back, Liz. Way to go. Here's what the message says. I've been trying to get you to look at Alpha News for several months now and suddenly you're interested, you pill. <laughs> Thanks, Liz. I really appreciate it. Joe in Louisville, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, thank you,
5: Joe. Okay. All right. We <laughs> oh, thank
3: have... you,
1: Joe, because Tom's a pill. Another call. All right. We have Craig on the phone. Craig, how are you? Hey, how are you? Are you still living on the border? Is there still a border? Do we even have a border anymore?
2: No, we don't have a border. Joe. No.
1: Huh. I don't think so. It's unbelievable. By the way, Liz, you come on the show. All of a sudden, we're getting calls from Louisville and Brownsville, Texas, and all these are,
5: you're, big shots.
3: She's a big deal. That's wow. why I wanted her on wow. the show. This,
5: this is this is great. I'm I'm nervous about these calls. <laughs> <laughs> he's, as nice as, if he's as nice as Wendy. Let's just keep let's just keep taking the calls. Perfect. We yeah.
2: we
1: shall do that. Yes, Craig, you are up.
2: Hey, uh, listen. One of the biggest problems, like I, I left Minnesota for Texas because I couldn't stand Minnesota anymore. And the and I I was living actually in the Duluth Two Harbors area and I left the area because it, it was it was so corrupt. And and the thing was is that there wasn't like we are just being like outsourced and stuff like that. But but here's here's my question is that in twenty twenty one the Duluth, Minnesota police, uh, Duluth Police Department used a record amount of Narcan than any other city, including like uh, it's number three next to Minneapolis and St. Paul. Duluth has had in, in in 2021 the most over the most deaths from overdose from fentanyl and heroin. Uh, they have one of the biggest outbreaks of AIDS and HIV in the state of Minnesota. So, so, like, and I'm just listening to my question to you, is why is this story being so ignored by the local media, including the Tribune and the Pioneer Press? Because if you look at the numbers, more people in Duluth have died from overdose deaths, suicides, and mental health than COVID. And yet no one, no one speaks about that. Do you know why? And do you think Alpha News can maybe look into like how much the Duluth, Minnesota, Duluth Police Department spends on Narcan?
5: I, you know, I, I. Good thing I brought my notepad here. I'm taking all kinds of notes. Everybody's got some some really good story ideas. We need we need to be looking into for sure. I, I can't answer the, those questions right now, but I I can tell you that I do think that's obviously something to 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 be looking at. I am aware of the the drug issues in Duluth um and that's certainly something something to dig into but that that's kind of the point i'm trying to make is when everybody's looking in the same spot every day uh there's a lot of stuff happening that we don't we don't hear about and so again that's you know kind of my new commitment is to bring some of that to light
3: that's great because this cut it's, and paste me, journalism is terrible
2: <laughs> let me just say this and I'll, I'll let you go is that in west duluth it is so bad that the Minnesota Department of Health released a report uh, in September, saying that they're concerned about the amount of out- the outbreak of HIV. And the thing is, is that it's not HIV from sex; it's HIV from using dirty needles. Yep. Jeez. And that there's, and that, and that West Duluth, <laughs> and that West Duluth has one of the largest clusters of HIV positive people, and <laughs> it's insane. No one talks about it.
5: It is insane. Okay, I'm just going to say it's lizcollinnews at gmail.com. That's where people should email me stories. I'm going to be awake for days, but this is, you know, some <laughs> important stuff. Um, so I, I appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. Craig, all right. thank all right.
5: you. Happy Wednesday,
2: everybody.
1: Let's- Happy thank Wednesday right. to I'll you. I'll your time Bye. away
5: from Minnesota. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's nice.
5: That, well, that, that's the thing. I mean, you can tell Craig still cares about what's what's going on here. But oh, yeah. you know, yep. um, that, that's what's hard. Is a, a lot of us. I'm like, I still, you know, I, I still got a stake in the game. We gotta, we gotta figure this thing out.
1: We also have to stand up. We people in the middle here have to stand and go. Okay, we've had enough of the extremists. We don't mind if you're left or right. That's not the problem. It's the extreme edges. You need to come to the middle or get the hell out. One or the other. <laughs> or just it's just not out. how
5: it is. Yep. Yep. Peace out. I agree. I
1: agree. Do you do you do you have a few more minutes, or do you have to go, Liz? I
5: can hang on.
1: Good, because we if you could do like ten more minutes, it'd be great. We have to have you on all the time. This is, this is a very very interesting show. Everybody's involved. Everybody's engaged. I think, one one thing that we're doing here, Liz, is I don't know if we're. Swaging people's fears at all But at least they're thinking about now Everybody right now is so on edge They're so nervous And, and just uh, it, It's Well I suppose when I pulled into a gas station the other day I have a 23 gallon gas tank A 24 gallon gas tank in my car Pull in I fill it up A hundred and two dollars <laughs> To fill up oh my,
5: God. my car <laughs> Liz
1: hundred and two dollars Buy a bike no, but at the same time, in 19, 1971, I'm driving up to Grand Forks, North Dakota, and I was driving a Volkswagen at the time. And again, this is 52 years ago. I pull in, I fill up the Volkswagen, and the guy comes and he goes, man, I never saw, I thought I never would see this. I said, see what? And he goes, your fill-up costs over $10. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that Those very clearly. At
5: days, Add a zero now. Yeah. Add,
1: <laughs> Add a zero now, Wow. Liz. I think we need a lot more people. The fact, the fact that you didn't just cave in when they came at you the way they came at you, you didn't just cave in. You did what you could do. Now you're on Alpha News. You're gonna, you know, hopefully be a, a guest on this show many more times, or you can come on every so. day if you want to. I'm just, <laughs> honest to God. It's very stimulating. It's good news because nobody is is getting upset and going these extreme positions were just like, "Hey, could we just live our lives? Would that be okay with you? I just like to live my life."
5: Yeah, and I guess my my thought is too. I I've always had a really good sense of humor. I don't take myself seriously. Right? I mean, that, to right. me, I mean, everybody is taking themselves so seriously. This is just life, yep. people. It's life. Like we all and we all want the same things, don't we? I think we all do. I really don't think it's it's that Yep. You know, black, black or white, um, and it took me a long time to get here. I'm not saying it's been, you know, rainbows and sunshine. That's for sure. Um, I think I've gone through all kinds of different stages, um, but you know, I also believe there there's more to to life too. I'm a, a person of faith, and that's really what I think helps keep me keep me grounded as well. And I think we're all kind of tasked with sharing our gifts and talents, um, you know, in a way to make the world a, a little bit better. And if that's through the truth, then so be it.
1: Well I hope if you're a person of faith you're you're not a Christian because boy that's a sin in America now <laughs> Every other religion's okay, but not that one.
5: Oh it's my gosh, can we talk about this now? Can we wait and- <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> We'll do yeah, another we show save on. Some
5: material. <laughs>
1: We will save some t- material Liz. But look I'm, I'm not an overtly religious person I, I would like to think that maybe there is A greater good out there I mean God is just a shortened version of the word good And de-evil is the devil And I mean right? so it is what it is But uh, Why can't you just believe that Maybe there is something Much bigger than us I have no problem with that at all
5: I mean, there better be, Tom. That's all. Exactly. If this is it, forget about it. Yeah, I'm going to be pissed. if.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's it's wonderful. Hey, look, you need to get a sense. I would point today at Catherine and Liz Collin. Get a sense of humor. Look at who they married. (laughs) <laughs> so anyway.
5: <laughs> I mean, if we wouldn't be laughing, we would be crying constantly.
1: <laughs> yeah, That's exactly right. No,
5: it's a daily struggle. We should start a support group, Patrick.
2: We should.
1: Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> now, Bob, I'll give you a call later and we'll have to, to <laughs> talk it over. And no, I'm am, I am just so happy to hear that you embrace this. You took it head on first and, and you embraced your, oh. your malady or whatever they created for you somehow it just oh my god you married the... how is it any of their business who you married first of all that's none well, of their I, business
5: I, yeah i find that interesting too that um you know i actually think you can marry who you want in this country that's yeah, that's what i heard <laughs> one, one of the things that i think it, it is great but you know as i've said bob has been built up when i even read about bob i mean i did my research it wasn't like actually i was slightly insane because i'm a reporter this is what i do but i pulled his tax records i mean i was doing all kinds of stuff before i even went on a date with the guy um and then you know i read everything obviously too and you know met him and i'm like god i just don't even see he's like built into this person that it's very strange you know when you see it in black and white and then when you meet the person i'm like oh this is not what i expected you're actually really nice (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, he's a great guy. Bob yeah. Kroll is one of the nicest guys I know. One thing I will say about Bob cuz I deal with the same thing and it's not an intentional thing, but for some reason Bob and I look scary. I don't know why they, It's we, the
3: resting bitch face, I tell you.
1: <laughs> we have Bob and Bob and <laughs> I, I have resting bitch face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Here. Oh, the no, you're he not going to lunch.
5: Either, <laughs> Yeah,
1: I mean, (laughs) forget The lunch thing is out. Forget it. I'll never hear the end of it. But no, I, I think that Bob intimidates people just by, and he doesn't do it on purpose. He just looks like a tough guy. Wouldn't you agree?
5: Yeah, the, like I said, the mustache—it's you know, long, so battle <laughs> he's been fighting for years. But he just—he just, just thinks that that's really cool. So whatever. It's well, 1973 one. in his mind. Still, it's just. How he, is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he takes a beating every day, doesn't he, Liz?
5: Oh he, yeah, he does. It's, it's <laughs> There's no doubt. I think he always thought he was the boss. I mean, the guy was never married before, um, so he decided to take this all on in his in his fifties. So it's it's been a, a transition for him, but really he, I know this always sounds crazy, but I mean he really is like a teddy bear. I mean the, he, he is great. He, he is. Yeah.
1: I will tell you my experience. He's gonna be uh, across for the board. me
5: for me saying that though. Sorry. Hopefully. Nah, you know. No, yeah, but he's, Bob, he's really a teddy you're... bear with an attitude.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Must-
3: <laughs> right. right. Yeah, you know, like cat. <laughs> the Seth
1: MacFarlane movie. God. <laughs> well, there you go there, that's maybe not it like
5: ted yeah hopefully not
1: <laughs> liz we are going to keep it if you don't mind uh we'll, we'll get in i want to get in touch with you and talk to you about uh, doing some other things together um great. i i, I love the honesty of it all and like i said i've always liked bob anyway just a great guy and i thought he was getting a pretty bad rap look i will tell you something i don't care if it's uh and I, I'm really feeling bad about the sheriff right now because Hutch is a very nice guy. He made a massive mistake. There's no doubt about mm-hmm. it. But I've always liked Hutch. He's a very, very nice guy. We go across the board. Minneapolis, St. Paul, all the suburbs. The cops couldn't be better in the state of Minnesota. Uh, you, you stir the pot. You're going to get in trouble. But I think... Mm-hmm. Uh, I got no problem with with law enforcement. I I know that four year olds don't get punched in the face and people's cars don't get stolen and people don't get stabbed seven times waiting for a bus.
5: Right. We need. Right. And and I'll say, too, you know, the law enforcement uh, to be a part of that family is incredible. I'll say that they have held me up more so in the last couple of years than the journalism (laughs) community certainly has shown shown any support. So. I um, I have no no problem just saying what what wonderful people and just how lucky um, I yep. feel to, to be a part of part of that family. It's some of the best people I've ever met, hands down. Anybody that is willing, you know, to to take a bullet to put themselves first, those yeah. are selfless people, and that's why they they go into that profession. They don't go in, you know being racist and all the things they've been called uh, over the years right. it's just simply it's simply not not true it's not true
1: i agree what we're going to do and bob i am assuming bob is listening supporting his lovely wife liz collin but bob i first met bob kroll i believe at may many 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 years ago it mm-hmm. might be time to get that lunch going at may again bob we got to get everybody out there <laughs> all the coppers We'll have a ball. We'll have a great time. Liz. We will reach out soon. Thank you, you are a terrific guest. Thank you for your honesty. Alphanews.org that's alphanews.org is the website. Anytime you've got a great story that you want to want to promote, Liz, please do call in. We'd love to have you.
5: Thank you, guys. I am really grateful to be talking to you. I've been a, a big fan forever. So thank you so much for having me, and awesome to talk to everyone. Catherine, we'll do lunch. Let's, let's yeah. go <laughs> We'll
2: we commiserate.
1: Go. <laughs> Thanks, Liz. And when, have a good and day. And when you're ready
4: to do that big expose on Paranormal Radio Show hosts from Minnesota, Liz, you have my email.
5: Tomorrow's good for me. Awesome. <laughs> thank you.
1: <Tomorrow's> <laughs> <good>. <laughs> we got to take a right. break. We'll be back in a few minutes. Thanks, Bye-bye. Liz. Bye.